Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Roxy Soxy. Uh, a good after later than the last time we talked yes. to and Tam. How are you? That is a big <laughs> mouthful. I am doing well uh-huh. because, and I, I don't know, it's, I'm doing a convention this weekend. Have you ever heard of a, you know, like Comic-Con? Oh, yes, girl. <laughs> yes. Touch. I'm doing a Comic-Con and my biggest fear is like I'm signing autographs for two days and my biggest fear is like no one is going to show up <laughs> and I'm just going to be sitting there in like this little cage, like being like, oh my God, no one's coming to get my autograph. And then everyone else's lines are so long. And I'm like, there's the loser <laughs> who's sitting there that no one wants to show. Or they come up and they go, can we get a free selfie? And I'm like, I'm not even worth like being paid for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll fly in and come see you. And yeah, I'll just please do. I'll yeah, just please do. I'm there for like six hours too. I'm like, there's not six hours worth of people oh. like who's gonna come and get my autograph. It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm gonna do it. No, it's gonna be so good. Now, let me ask you this: With COVID, what? are people allowed to come up to you and like touch you? There's and- no COVID here, not in oh. Queensland. There's like zero oh. cases. When there's two <laughs> cases, the whole the whole state shuts down. <laughs> so, um, it's been amazing. Like I've touched people all the time. Except my husband. But yes, I've touched people all the time. <laughs> and that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Wait, let me ask you this about Sean. Because yeah. I was just thinking about ask. love at first sight. Love at first sight, you know? Oh, yeah. So I was Was kind of it? Thinking, I, yeah, like, was it love at first sight? I kind of feel like for me, it was love at first sight re- randomly because I'm not somebody typically yeah. sort of who is a romantic yeah, in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like, you kind of didn't you have sexy time on the first date, which is like such a no no. I mean, I do. Believe you wanted I, to try it out. Yes, I always test drive the car. It's just a Good rule that I have. I, it's Good a rule. That There's I a have. word for that. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with S and ends in ut. But sure, um, I did. I think I did too. Well, I was on a movie set, and he was my director, which is totally hashtag me too. But back then, it was totally acceptable. Um, and he was my director. And two weeks in, he walked to the door of my hotel, knocked on the door, and he was like, "I think I'm falling." in love with you so I was like let me take my clothes off because that is all someone has to say for me to get naked um so I was like sure and then he walked in and then I remember I think I told you this like he tried to kiss me for like two hours and I was like 21 so I was like no I must be puritanical I must be puritanical you can't kiss me and then he finally kissed me and like my whole everything started to tingle and I was like oh my god so I think it was like lust at first sight but for him it was probably love love at first sight I love it and then there go the clothes on the floor Sean always says my husband always says like he was like he had like a very small hand towel covering like that section (laughs) I love it I was like you had a big towel he's like no it was a small hand towel (laughs) he had like the the little washcloth from the hotel he's like yeah like the ones that you just take your makeup off with yeah Yeah. he was covering that area with two little ipads like the ipads Uh, on either ball yeah just just like the makeup wipes you know the ones like the little circles just to cover poor guy no it was not the case actually he definitely had a holiday resort type towel covering the area because I would never have gone back if it wasn't the case and now I feel like we can't use this part of the episode because you'll be like I can't believe you just said that about me 
<laughs> He's like, why, why? So see, there is value in test driving the car. Yes, it was the best right? sex still to this day I've ever had. And mm -hmm. still 15 years later, I'm just like, I love it. Even though he turns me down multiple times a week. Um, I love it. I want it. He's awesome. And yeah, David must have the same thing going on. Or you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be involved. Sticking it out for 16 years. Sticking it yeah. out. Yeah. Sticking it in and sticking it sticking out. Sticking it out. <laughs> And on that amazing note, um, we have someone I've been like so obsessed with and you actually mentioned her to me. You were like, we should have this person on the show. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like she, I feel like I'm meant to be in her life. I don't know, she, she's like, who the fuck are you? But I'm like, I need to have her in my life because I love her attitude. I, I just love the way she talks. I think she's intelligent, she's beautiful. Um, and I used to watch her show, which you will mention mm -hmm. religiously because I wanted to know what it was like to like find the perfect man. And obviously I did with my small hand towel guy. Um, I wanted to know what I was doing wrong and how I could do it right. So, so yes. So she, of course, I mean, I could just say like the title of her show and everyone's going to know who this is millionaire matchmaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is like the beauty expert, the beauty guru. She, I'm sorry. She is the love expert, the love guru. Yes, yes. And she knows a thing or two about finding your soulmate. I mean, if anybody yes. has seen the show, she has. Yeah introduced multiple people to their soulmates you know she is the queen you know of and we love. might need her for our second marriages yes, yes. because it would be nice <laughs> we're like we must enlist her when next she time our... is for money and the third time <laughs> when she becomes our best friend it'll we'll just yeah, be it all in the definitely. family it'll be great yeah, sure so who do we have <laughs> so let's welcome patty stanger hey guys hey hello how are you, are doll? So excited Good. to have you here. Yeah. And you look so amazing. Like, I'm so mad about this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And what um, is the secret? What is yeah. the secret you said? Um, breaking up with a guy in three months. <gasps> oh, is this a good breakup or a bad breakup? No, I mean, there's a lot of love there, but the okay. ex came back. So I don't know. Oh, oh, his that's ex came hard. back. Yeah, they broke up a lot before. You know, if anything uh, of the past is indicative of the present or the future, mm. ain't gonna last. But anyway, he, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's everything's meant. Everything's happening for me, not against me. Oh, I agree with that actually. Mm. Um, so let's go way. Well, mm -hmm. not way back, but let's go back to when you grew up. Your mom, okay. who was actually your adopted mom, um, mm -hmm. she was a matchmaker. This is like yeah. the third generation, right? Yeah, and so, my grandma. And, and yeah, and your grandmother, right. So mm -hmm. like, what was it about matchmaking that was just something that you wanted to do and wanted to continue yeah. on doing? Because it's like, you are, there must've been something that you liked about it, seeing your grandma and your mom do it. Mm. Um, I didn't like it and I hate it. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, okay. So I'm a Jewish girl growing up in Jersey and mm. my parents did it for the temple as well as my mom got married by my grandmother the first time. And the second time she taught her how to find the man. So it's basically the same thing. But, mm. um, when I was, I think in 10th grade, my best friend and I, we liked the Gentile non-Jewish boys and we went yeah. to a Christ church <laughs> dance and mm. the priest had a problem getting the boys and the girls to dance together mm -hmm. and i just walked over and started taking people and putting them in couples and he's like who are you where have i found you this mm -hmm. mystical magical child and he took me in the back and he poured a little wine for himself and gave me grape juice and said you know this is a career i got a feeling you're onto something this is gonna happen uh -huh. someday and i fixed up my best friend with her husband they met mm -hmm. in high school wow so that was the first match that you made yeah Correct. Mm -hmm. But I still was like, not till great expectations till I was in my thirties. Did I actually learn the business? Because my mother, I, I was slumming uh, my parents on a restaurant in Florida and I was slumming there, you know, going to the beach mm -hmm. and like being a hostess. Mm -hmm. And I just come out of the garment center and the market had crashed. I was in the garment center for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And my mom saw an ad for great expectations. The oldest dating service. She's like, you're getting that job. Cause you're not going to be mm -hmm. living in my restroom for the rest of your life. I paid mm -hmm. for college. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what makes a good matchmaker? Like what mm -hmm. do you think of the, um, you know, in intuition, the intuition, intuition, mm -hmm. uh, you have to be the, the really good ones, like me and my vice president, Erica, at Millionaire's Club. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we're global all over the world. Anybody can go to millionaire'sclub123.com and join. Is intuition, 
um, mm -hmm. and knowing how to read energy. Because it's not mm -hmm. just the basics you see on The Bachelor. You really mm -hmm. have to be intuitive and know who belongs with who, whose energy's high, whose energy's low. Um, it's not just physicalities, it's inner stuff too as well. And it's intuition. And I teach at the Matchmakers Institute in New York, which my old assistant, Lisa Clampett owns. I teach matchmakers all around the world to open their businesses. And the first thing I do is I teach gut response intuition. And mm. I teach read people. It's it's basically what the profilers do in the criminal department. You know, when they're looking mm -hmm. for a serial killer, you're looking at human behavior. Mm. It's so true that you say that because going back to that hand tell story, um, I remember after I kissed my husband and look, I had sex with people before my husband and great. I'd had great sex, wonderful. But there was something about him that, in within that day, within that day or a couple of days after, I remember calling my mom and I was like, I think I'm going to marry this guy. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting you say like that gut read. And I don't know, like, you know, I was only 22 at the time. I've been with my husband for 15 years now and, you know, no prenup. Um, so that's why I'm stuck. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, um, but we, you know, obviously relationships take work, but there's something that fits. There's something that works between the two of us. And we are definitely screwed up in our own ways, but it's like, we fight to make it work. And I feel blessed that I found that, but maybe it's because I I saw that in my own parents. Maybe it takes like a good role model, or do you think it takes like being able to see what a good relationship is to be able to have one yourself? Well, it starts in utero when your mother's pregnant with you. And obviously mm -hmm. there's a DNA line that comes from your grandparents and your ancestors, mm -hmm. but then it becomes epigenetics, where it's like, if your programming was solid and you saw the affection and the love between two parents, gay or straight, mm -hmm. fluid or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. trans, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is that child feels loved. They feel protected mm -hmm. and safe. And then they seek out a partner that, you know, models that behavior. So your internal mm -hmm. mechanism of, you know, your system is going, I'm looking for that guy that models my parents' relationship, but it's subconscious. It's not conscious. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like your, your subconscious mind is finding it. And you can have 50 people in a room and they're all assholes and you'll find the one good one in it because you know what to look for. Cause you, mm -hmm. you'll feel it. You'll mm -hmm. feel it in your soul. See, I agree with you on that because like what Cameron and I were saying at the beginning, we both sort of had this thing where when we met our husbands, we just, we knew, you know, we mm -hmm. knew, but a lot of people mm -hmm. don't believe that too. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, well, that's kind of bullshit. Maybe they haven't found the right person or what right. have you. So is there truly a thing as like love at first sight? Yes, but I believe that's past life at first sight. I believe you have a wow. knowing from, from past lives and you mm -hmm. brought together for this experience. I do believe a lot of love is faded. I'm an unusual cat in that way. I believe in the mm -hmm. Akashic records, which is the past, present and future lives are all recorded up on the, you know, up mm -hmm. on the astral. And I do mm -hmm. believe a lot of it's faded. I don't believe it's free will a lot. A lot of it's not. Mm. Um, you might got lessons and near misses and they're not mm -hmm. the right person because they're gonna teach you to get to the right person, the final person as we like to call it. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that you know your free will is like what stock you buy and what you eat for lunch. Mm -hmm. When it comes mm -hmm. to the important relationships, you're coming from your soul group. And if you meet someone from your soul group that you've been married to before, even if you different sexes, I was a guy, mm -hmm. he was a girl and vice versa, mm -hmm. you're going to recall it. The problem is 99% of the people don't are not awake to recognize it. Mm -hmm. So if you had it, you were very consciously aware, like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's him. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And also it's in the kiss. So when you kiss your saliva as a female mm -hmm. has estrogen in it. His is testosterone. Mm -hmm. When you intermingle it, like in a French kiss, it'll tell your body. Your body actually knows before you know, yes, this is a person I can mate with. No, this is mm. a person from my tribe that I don't want to mate with because my ancestors kind of messed it up. So you will know. And that's why the smell, mm. the taste, the touch, all of that, all those senses mm. are, are heightened because mm. the kiss heightens them. And then when he kisses you, mm -hmm. you get like, you know, jiggy with it downstairs. Mm. It starts moving your, it's Definitely. because remember, remember women are like crop, crop pots. It takes 20 minutes for us to preheat downstairs, unless you're in menopause, it's 40, but anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but men, it takes that, you know, they're basically, you know, you light the fire, the fuse mm -hmm. goes off. They, you know, mm -hmm. they know right away. They know mm -hmm. right away. Mm -hmm. It's, I totally believe in pheromones. I, we make this running joke in our household. Like I actually 
like my husband sweaty. Like when he's sweaty, I find him way more attractive than when he smells like, yes. you know, rose lavender soap. Um, like I even want, I would rather have sex with him when he's sweaty, <laughs> sweaty balls, Roxy. Sweaty balls. Um, so I definitely believe in that. Um, I have a question though. Do you think that there's a lot of soulmates out there for you? Or do you just think there's like quite a limited amount that, you know, if no, you it, lose not, someone, like how does that work? It, well, you can't look at the, the planet and see like, there's not enough men in Aspen and there's, you know, tons of men in like London. Like you can't mm -hmm. do that. You have to mm -hmm. go about your own music because your journey is not someone else's journey. So mm -hmm. everybody has their own individual journey and no two people are alike and no two snowflakes are like, if you start listening to statistics, mm -hmm. like in the eighties, um, uh, they used to say like, you're more likely to get hit by a terrorist than find a husband. And we downloaded that as a generation. By the time my generation grew up, it's like, whoa, there are no men. But then you, you know, you meet some house frau down the street and she's had a million men and she didn't pay attention to the data. And she finds men after man after man. My mother was like that. My mother was married three times. She was on her deathbed with cancer and would go once in a while to Publix in Florida to grocery shop. Mm -hmm. She'd have no hair, mm -hmm. a little skull cap on, and the men would swarm her. She had mm -hmm. X factor mm -hmm. and I'm adopted. So my mom, my mom's genetics are not mine. Mm -hmm. When I would go out, I could be hot, sexy, size two in a bikini. And my mm -hmm. brain was like, men don't like me. I'm not pretty enough. Yes. In LA, like in LA, but there's too mm -hmm. much pretty. And then you're like, wait, I'm feeling insecure. I've got body mm -hmm. dysmorphia. And so then mm -hmm. no man came around me. Yet my mother, a little <laughs> overweight, cancer and men were swarming. So it's basically what your subconscious is sending signals so to your true. brain. And that is something nobody talks about, the mindset of finding love. Mindset is key. I'm mm -hmm, actually doing mm -hmm. Thursday a big um, seminar with Joe Dispenza, who is mm -hmm. an expert on this, if you go on YouTube. And we're learning now that the epigenetics and the programming is what blocks us from love. One bad relationship where your heart is broken, mm -hmm. you could be stuck in time and you can't move through the, through the soup in order to find love because you're mm -hmm. still back when you were six, 17 and he broke your heart. Mm -hmm. So how do you move past that then? Like, how do you get over that kind of a heartbreak when mm -hmm. you're like so devastated some guy or some girl has broken your heart? It's like, how do you pick yourself back up and put yourself back out there? Mm -hmm. Well, you first have to get, um, First of all, you got to get away from the pack. Those who travel in packs do not attract because the more you go out with your girlfriends, the more they're like, he's not hot enough. He's not good enough. And you're getting negative. And then if you find the guy, they get jealous. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, wait, why did Susie get it? And I didn't get it. So you want to get away. You want to internalize the search, you know, mm -hmm. and then you want to program your brain that all it takes is one is my, my grandmother and my mother would say one, one and done. We used to say, you know, mm -hmm. and there's a lid for every pot. And when you know that, because if I said to you, you're not meeting anyone in Melbourne, right? Mm -hmm. Melbourne sucks, they're in quarantine, mm -hmm. whatever. And I say mm -hmm. to you, do you know everybody in Melbourne? You'll go, no, I don't know. <laughs> do you know every single single guy in your age group? Like, no, I don't. Well, all it takes is one. So if I said, it just takes one, now your mind opens up. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, right, I don't know everybody. Maybe I shouldn't go to the same restaurant. Maybe I shouldn't mm -hmm. go to the same grocery store. Maybe mm -hmm. I shouldn't go to the same gym. And then you start to think of other neighborhoods in Melbourne that you haven't been to and boom. There he is, and you're on mm -hmm. it. Because your mind has to program yourself before you go out of the house to hunt. You know, and women are the law of attraction, right? right. Yeah. Well, the women aren't supposed to hunt. It's supposed to be attracting. And when you're in a love vibrational high vibe frequency, mm -hmm. then you're like feeling loved. You don't feel mm -hmm. lack. You're not mm -hmm. in heat. You're not looking. You're not like, oh my God, it's Saturday night. I don't have a date. You're not doing any of that. So you're like going about your life, you're taking your dog mm -hmm. to the dog park, maybe you're walking mm -hmm. on the beach, maybe you're going to the movies and boom, he'll find you. And that's what we, there's a thing that I own called attractingasoulmate.com. It's a website, mm -hmm. a thing that I own, a website. And it's got isochronics, biochronics, which are subliminals that you mm -hmm. can listen to whether you're sleeping or cleaning the house. It's really music. You won't hear the embedment. My voice is in the embedment and it brings love to you. And we've studied this over and over again, scientifically through Harvard, Joe Vitale, the star of The Secret is on there. Mm -hmm. You know, Rhonda from Australia was really big with, you know, The Secret. And she said, if you program the mind, ask, believe and receive, mm -hmm. it's got to come. It, it defies law that it won't come. Neville Goddard 101, mm -hmm. you, you go in the wish fulfilled and you live in the end and you visualize the end of the story. You're the author, director and writer and star of your movie mm -hmm. and it will come. 
But the Mm -hmm. minute you step off the curb with a girlfriend and she says, that's bullshit, that can't happen. You're now defying the law by saying, Mm -hmm. I'm a loser. No one's going to love me. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a date in two years because of quarantine. I'm not going to have a date. I'm not pretty enough. I'm fat. I don't Mm -hmm. have enough money. And you're now like you're going down. So you have Mm -hmm. to keep high vibing. Vibing is very important. Staying up on top and doing the things that make you feel good. Whatever make, I always tell people, what are the 10 things that make you feel good? Start going down that list. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because then you're, like you said, you're living at a higher frequency than people are attracted. I do totally right. believe in the secret law of attraction manifestation. We just had a podcast episode this week. It just dropped about subliminals. Mm-hmm. So it's like the perfect time to talk about that. Um, let's talk about like in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I first went to Los Angeles, it's like sometimes as a, well, as a woman, you're like, I need, instead of worrying about like me being successful, which I had been in the past, I was like, well, find someone who can take care of me even financially. Right. That's kind mm-hmm. of what's programmed when you're right. younger mm-hmm. and you have, you're the founder of the NCO of the millionaires, uh, uh, millionaires club international. And so my question is, do women fall for men with money? Based, just based on, I mean, we know that they do just based on uh, their, their money, men, but then they don't, how does that continue if there's no real deep love? Okay. There? So do men fall in love with women for their looks? Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's, a, that's a root shocker person. So if he gets sick, you will leave him. Right. If he loses his job or his money, you will leave him. So what good is that? You know, you get what you pay for at the end of the day, but is it wrong to look for a man with money? No, it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the ta- home, ta- you know, the caretaker and stay in the mm-hmm. home and have the children and you mm-hmm. want to, you know, a, a traditional domestic relationship, you know, mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, that's fine. Whatever mm-hmm. you want, you can have as long as you don't hurt anybody. You know, mm-hmm. um, my guru, Dr. Pat Allen talks about this the covenant mm-hmm. relationship. Now it's very rare these days because a lot of men don't want to take care of people. But mm-hmm. if you're Elon Musk, and you got a lot of money and you marry and you, you get a baby with grams and then you go, I'm selling all my houses. We're going to move in a tiny house in Austin and we're going to live there. And he's like third in the world rich and she's turned off. It works both ways mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you have the money and you're not spending it. So there's all different ramifications. Your job is to get congruent with your desire so that mm-hmm. it comes in the right way, not the wrong. I bet you when she met him, mm-hmm. she got a great guy. Then he says, mm-hmm. I'm selling everything. I don't mm-hmm. want any responsibility. I'm going to go live in my, in, I'm never going to take a vacation again. I'm going to go live in my office. And she's like, screw you, dude. I'm out. Right. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. works always, but to get that, you're going to find someone money. There are men that do this all the time. They want a woman to take care of them. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's what do you want that your desire is mm. and any really, and by the way, you might start out wanting a guy with money and then you don't like mm. that he's controlling. And mm-hmm. the next thing you want, you want to make your own money, or maybe you want to be a power couple and do 50, mm-hmm. 50. Like mm-hmm. it depends you could try it, it, There is no one set rule. You can try a million different relationships to see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of people too, these days, especially really rely on dating apps and like mm-hmm. websites and, you know, doing things online and digitally. So, and, and there are a million, you know, websites and dating apps out there. Mm-hmm. What's your thought? I mean, do you think that truly you can have a sustainable relationship if you meet somebody online or do you really think it has to be the old fashioned yeah. way? The old fashioned I met way. my ex online and we had a two and a half year, well, actually we went out for two and a half years. We broke up, we got back together and kind of like had ex-sex for many years, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, my other one before that, yes, met him online. Um, recently met the one online. Mm-hmm. So yes, the apps are just supposed to be 25% of your search. It's supposed to be 25% apps, 25% doing the things you love, mm-hmm. 25% um, basically telling your friend's family to fix you up or a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. And the other 25 is like, give it to God. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just go to church. I mean, give it to God, let go and let them, they, they are the ultimate, they're better than me. They're an ultimate matchmaker. So you want them to move the energy to bring it to you. And if you're high vibing every day, you're going to sleep thinking about it. You're in the shower thinking about it. You're taking a, a coffee break to think about it. You're going to bed thinking about it. It will come. Mm-hmm. The universe will make it happen. It's when you start to get negative, you know, and, and a lot of times you get knocked off the, you know, like I just said, you get, you meet a guy, you're like, this is perfect. He's the one. Mm-hmm. And then you get knocked off. The ex comes back. He changes his mind. He wants to be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't love you enough. Mm-hmm. There's a million different reasons. And then you go, God damn it. How did I manifest that? And then you go mm-hmm. back to the drawing board and you said, 
if it's the wish fulfilled and I manifested what my, you know, what I'm thinking and feeling and the photocopy mm-hmm. comes back and it's shit, I got to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It is all a mindset. And we practice, I mean, I started manifesting a year ago, left, sold up, we're in an Airbnb right now, sold everything, been on the road for a year and my entire life has changed. Like we manifested what we wanted. My career has changed. It's been unbelievable, but it's hard to get out of that negative mindset. And it's like, it's It's, not like it's, I I guess what we've heard from people in this show is it's really about repetition, affirmations, but sometimes you don't believe those things. I think, you know, I think what happened is we all went to the Abraham School of Systems and Abraham was great, but it's mm-hmm. kindergarten because when we went to, and, and Neville and Florence Shun and all these people that were the pioneers of, of law of attraction, you know, science, the mind and all that, they were the repeat, repeat, repeat. Don't say it mm-hmm. once, but you know, Abraham said, if you say it more than once, you're not trusting or allowing, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Your brain has so much crap from, mm-hmm. you know, a million years of programming, even from your ancestors mm-hmm. and from your past lives. So add them all up. You've had some negative shit, negative shit, right? <laughs> yeah. so you, so if you're going to do this again and again, it's practice makes purpose. It's like a tennis player and you're trying to, you know, win a Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep practicing. So mm-hmm. if you keep doing it every night, it's 21 days, makes a habit, breaks a habit, 21 days. And then you're in the clear. Now you're swimming. Now think mm-hmm. bad shit can happen. Someone could die on you, you could lose your job. You lose your money, mm-hmm. shit can happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you're in a high vibrational state, it's more likely than not, it'll pivot. And you'll mm-hmm. start seeing signs of land of the thing you want, because this is science. There mm-hmm. is something in our brain called the reticulating activating system. Mm-hmm. Your brain is, will be programmed to find the thing you want mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. no resistance which means there's no negativity. So Mm. if you keep looking for the thing you want, the universe is going to start sending you messages. Like, look Mm -hmm. at it, it's over there. So I give you, I give you an example of some, so I love G wagons Mm -hmm. and I said, I want my husband to drive a G wagon. I just had, I was playing with this one day and I go, I love them. I just think they're sexy and rugged and you know, just fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Within the last three weeks, every time I went anywhere, I saw a G wagon. So today I was, I was at the Bel Air hotel Mm -hmm. taking a, like the number one person on YouTube to lunch. And I said to her, you know, this is so weird. We come outside, I see the, the new, it's a new version of the G-Wagon. I mm-hmm. said, look at that new version of the G-Wagon. Every time I go out anywhere, I see a G-Wagon. It's God saying he's on his way. He's right. on his way. You want the guy to drive a G-Wagon? I'm going to give it to you. So it could be the red Tesla. It could be, you know, it could be anything. The red dress that's $5,000, mm-hmm. a designer dress. Mm-hmm. Like it could mm-hmm. be anything. So if it's, if it's a physical thing, a physical object, why can't it be a person? Roxy, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, a, a white Mustang, I was always told would be there if something bad was going on in my life. This is probably from a, 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 a psychic back in the, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I'm negative, I always fucking see a white Mustang. Really? And it just, yeah. And it really, it, it actually shakes me to my core still to this day, oh because I'm like, I don't want anything negative to happen. I've got two young children now. So I just, I, I actually like reassess everything in that second. And I'm like, get your mind right, Tamon. Like get your mind right. Yesterday, I was kind of having a little meltdown, a little bit of an anxiety thing going on. And this fucking white Mustang came to my left-hand side. And I was like, get your mind right. Get your shit together. Yeah, the, whatever so it was. Our, maybe it was keeping me safe. Maybe it was like, it was slow like, the fuck down. Slow so the fuck you down. A, you have a reverse You have a reverse mm-hmm. omen, which is like Gabby <laughs> Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein's thing is owl. So when she's mm-hmm. when she wants to know if it's manifesting, she'll see owl. So you're doing the reverse. It's like, you're not right in the mind. Fix it. So you did the reverse it. omen. You know, like mm-hmm. sign, the reverse signs. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, it's recalibrating your brain yeah. like on the spot. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's actually yeah, yeah. like- because how many of us know when we're, sh- when we're doing negativity? We don't know. But you have a now a, like an actual physical thing that says, dude, you're not- Get your mind right. Change yeah. your yeah. Di- direction. Change your direction. Butterflies yeah. are my uh, my good thing though. When I when we left, I, I said to the universe, I said, I need you to show me a butterfly. And it doesn't need to be some like little ass tiny little butterfly. There's butterflies everywhere. You need to really make a sign with a butterfly. If we're meant to sell everything we have and go on the road for an entire year right. and see what mm-hmm. happens- and my daughter was less than two at the time. She was like 18 months or just when mm-hmm. she was saying like her first words, she said three words. And I told Roxy this, I walked outside and she came running in and she was like, butterfly, butterfly. It was her fourth word she'd ever said. And I walked outside and there was a butterfly the size of my hand just sitting right there. And I was like, we're going, we're going. 
there are signs. We just have to yes. be open to them. Yeah. And you know, like, um, so when I broke up on Tuesday, um, I, I, I was in a shock state, like, you know, where you can't eat, sleep the whole, and I was really uncomfortable and I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I didn't really want to take medication to go to sleep like Ambien or whatever. So I, I, I went through the pain. And I do this a lot. I teach people to go through the pain. So instead of like avoiding the pain, getting drunk, going out and getting late or whatever, I went through the pain. So I'm a fast processor, like 24 hours and I'm done. So I woke up the next morning and I was done. I was, everybody was like, my, my people, my friends were sending flowers and soup and like, can I help you? This is so sad. And what's wrong? Chicken soup's on its way. Mommy's on its way. And I was like, yeah. And I, and I, canceled all my appointments and I took to my bed. I couldn't watch TV. I started reading to get tired. And I realized when I got through the pain by the end of the day, mm. I went to sleep four hours, only slept four hours. I woke up as a completely different person. Mm. Now, what it was is I was programming my brain to say, you are beautiful. You are loved. Um, you're going to meet the guy of your dreams. He's right here with you now. My husband finds me. And I kept programming and I went to sleep programming. And my husband finds me now. My husband finds me now. The mm. final person in, in my life finds me now. And I went to sleep and I was programming it because sleep is very important mm. because your sleep and your dreams will tell you indicatively where you're, where you're going to land. Well, I don't remember my dream that night, but I woke up. No problem. I'm done. It was like 24 hours of grieving and I'm done. And so that's where you realize, because most people would go months on that. That's mm -hmm. where you, and, and it could be the smallest relationship. You could have met the guy and you were just so dead set on him. And then boom, he's with somebody else on Instagram and it fucks mm -hmm. you up for life. It's mm -hmm. the smallest infraction. But what was interesting is I told my mind, mm -hmm. it's okay. He's not right right now. You're going to find somebody else. And I kept mm -hmm. doing it over and over again, repetitively. So by the time I woke up, my, my assistant's like, who are you? You were crazy. Because <laughs> I was in my bed, like sheets over the head, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, but the blanket over the head. And I think we don't do this enough. I wish mm -hmm. they would teach this in schools yeah. so the children didn't have anxiety and PTSD and, you know, um, ADHD and all that mm -hmm. stuff. They need to change this. This is mm -hmm. a serious, serious, mm -hmm. real thing mm -hmm. that only like Dr. Lipton does and Dispenza does and you know, all those Mind Valley people that you see on YouTube, like everybody's talking about this, but like nobody's getting it into the children and all the places of anxiety that we go mm -hmm. to, especially with COVID. You know, we all had anxiety in COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about the beginning of COVID, like when we were wiping our groceries down and how terrified oh, was I I quarantined, I quarantined alone. Although I did like it a little bit because it, it, I didn't have anything to I do. I loved it. Be, be <laughs> with me, be with me. And so if you take time out of your day, I do transcendental meditation twice a day. If you take time out of your day to be with you, like my assistant's line is, Patty, you go do you. Mm -hmm. He said that to me. He kept saying it every day. Patty, forget about him. You go do you. Mm. And he's right. Because when mm. we do us and we take them, honey, you take the kids Mm -hmm. I'm going to do me. I'm going to go in my room for 20 minutes to be with me and get rid of my thoughts and clear my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then down, put the download in of the manifestation mm -hmm. of what I desire. Mm -hmm. It will shift, but nobody mm -hmm. does themselves. They don't do themselves. They just sit there and get in chaos, watch mm -hmm. TV. They mm -hmm. numb everything. Mm -hmm. And that's the mistake we're making. We are not, we need the processes to keep you on point. Like you do with your car so that, you know, I'm not in the right place. I got to pivot. It's all about pivoting. Well, mm -hmm. I think too, that would also help. And especially for women. I mean, I know it happens both, both ways. But oh so yeah. It's men, men have it too. Men, yeah. men are, men are harder on a breakup. So we break up mm. while we're in the relationship. We mm -hmm. know it's over right now. This is not to say you didn't get blindsided. Your husband cheated. We're not talking about that. So let's say you're in the breakup and you go, it's not going to work. I've tried mm -hmm. everything. We've been to therapy. She's out the door. Mm -hmm. before she even said giving him his exit papers he mm -hmm. is shocked mm -hmm. he never saw it coming now he's processing the pain quite differently he might go and get the next young hot thing because mm -hmm. he's numbing his feelings where we know to feel it might take i have a 90-day detox in my book i'm like you i'm become your matchmaker is mm -hmm. my book a bestseller on amazon so i say you got to do 90 days of no dating you mm -hmm. can take reservations they can call you up and say i want to take you out great on October 26th, I can see you, but not till then. I'm on a work project. I need to keep myself congruent. It's not that I'm not attracted to you. I just need to focus or I'm not going to get this job done. He doesn't need to know it's a love project. Mm -hmm. And what happens is men numb themselves. So they, mm. they fuck up. 
They get mm-hmm. involved with somebody else when they're not ready. They hurt mm-hmm. the new person to go back to the old person because they have not detoxed. And mm-hmm. a lot of this happens that way because men are not in touch with their feelings. They were not taught to be in touch with their feelings. A left-handed male is more, fe- more feminine and more in touch with their feelings. But mm-hmm. a right-handed male is like thinking and doing, not thinking, feeling, and doing like women do. And they're not connected to their soul source. They can't mm-hmm. feel what they're going through. So Mm -hmm. let's numb it. Let's get drunk. Let's get a younger girl, Mm -hmm. you know, let's travel. Let's run away. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their bounce back seems so much faster. It's like they, you know, are back. That's an an Instagram bounce back. Right. Right. Because sometimes they'll get married to the next person really quick and they're fucked up. And then two years later, they're divorced. So that's not a real, Mm. a real bounce back is when you've healed your soul. That's Mm. what a real bounce back is. A bounce back is I took the time for me. I'm not good at relationships right now. Maybe I need to get therapy. Maybe I need to go to a guru. Maybe I need to go to a healer. Maybe I just need to be at home and read a book or two. But whatever it is, I need to get that done before I engage with another person. Because when you have sex with another person, there is the umbilical cord theory, which is we have cords Mm -hmm. and holes in our auric field. So alcoholics, drug addicts have these holes in their auric field. They get in top of you. They mess you up. Mm. Now you got messy shit going on. Lots of cords. You're anchored to them. It becomes codependent. Mm-hmm. You can't, I can't run away from him. He constantly keeps DMing me and I go back. I don't know why. I have a friend that went back seven times. <laughs> I said, what was wrong with you? And, and he said, she said, I don't know. I said, it's the cord theory. Your cords yeah. got messed up and tangled. I definitely self-sabotage. I, I, not in my relate, well, sometimes in my relationship, we've been together 15 years, but I, I'll notice when everything's going really well, I'll fucking pick a fight. Like the last two days, I really thank God I've like noticed my triggers. But when I feel like he's trying to shame me, which he's not, he's not that kind of guy. He's an amazing guy. He's like my dad. Right. But like he said, I was dropping, I have ADHD and I was dropping accidentally (laughs) chocolate (laughs) chips on the floor and um, I wasn't doing it on purpose. I just couldn't really see what was going on. It was just like, not my, Mm -hmm. my brain was connected to something else. And he goes, it's just so frustrating when you do that. I was like, bam, 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 bam. I feel like you're trying to shame me right now. So then I go for the jugular. So I feel like if someone hurts me, I go straight to hurting them. So I'm like, well, you're just being, and so you know what I did? So fucking childish, Patty. I got the chocolate chips and I just slowly (laughs) the chocolate (laughs) chips out, all of them. So like it was just like ping, 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 ping. I'm gonna be a child. Guess what? I'm gonna be a child. And I, I knew what I was doing was so fucked up. You have to understand. You get tested and triggered, and when you are when you're not in high vibe and you're in low frequency, you're tested and you're triggered, and then you act on the trigger. The secret is to rise above the trigger and go, mm. oh, no, no, no. Well, it's happening, it's so hard school. to do that. I'm not gonna go there. Honey, I'm gonna walk out of this, I love you, honey, mm. but you know what? You're not gonna shame me. I'm gonna walk out of the room, mm. I'm gonna go in the other room, and I'm gonna be by myself. Nama fucking stay. <laughs> but it's so hard to be like, you know, in that heat in the, the moment. moment to be but like, you have I to love train you. Your, no, it's training. It's just yeah. if your child did that to you, you'd be like, no, go on the naughty seat and sit there and think about what you did. <laughs> so what you're trying to do is train yourself to go. You you know what? It's almost like if they are triggering you, mm-hmm. you'll see it before it shows up. About a second more before mm. it shows up, you're like, oh. It's gonna trigger me. It's gonna trigger me. Okay, I'm not buying it. So you'll have mm-hmm. enough time to catch yourself. If they're doing it where you don't see it, you're not present. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to the signs in the universe of what's happening, and you're not feeling. You know, there's a feeling thing that women have that men don't have. Mm-hmm. We feel energy. So we go up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was an alcoholic. When he come mm-hmm. in the house, I knew. Oh my god, we're gonna run in our rooms, duck for cover. My mom's like, take your food, your, take your, your dinner in the room and don't come out. And you'd be like, oh, oh my God, this is like, a, we lived in a battle zone. Yeah. And I said, I got to be really good in my high school um, years, my teenage years, mm. where I was like, I knew before the garage door went up what was going to happen. And I went in the room anyway, and I avoided conflicts. Yeah. So I, it's, it's many people in domestic households who have a lot of abuse. They will see the glare in their eye before they get hit. Wow. Whether they stay or whether they leave is yeah. a different story, but they will see it. And they're, they're good readers of energy. They'll know mm. what street to turn on so they don't get mugged or raped. They just, they have, they feel the energy shift. Wow, that's so powerful, right? But then I feel like, mm. do you think that our husbands mm. think that obviously we're not any extent 
to what you have been through but like when they see that glare in the woman's eyes Mm -hmm. do you think like because I know I go into a different mindset I get I get I get dangerous not physically dangerous or I don't well you have you have PMS you have but I get dangerous in my eyes and then he shuts down and then he goes bam shut down Mm-hmm. But that, okay, but see, that's his self-protection mode. I will not engage. I will not acknowledge her. I will look down at the ground and walk away and go into my study or my den or whatever and go watch TV. So what you have is like, you got, look, we all go through PMS. I mean, I'm in menopause now, but you go through PMS, you got a glare in your eyes. You know, when estrogen <laughs> drops, you're craving the Ooh, sugar, baby. you're crying on the couch and you're in pain from the cramps. So he knows he knows she's not right today. She got eight days of this shit. And then he's going to rub your feet. Or he's going to love you. If you say to him, get away from me, get away from me. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a devil right now. I'm a devil. And he, and he does. And he says, I'm going to, I will go away, but I would like to help you. Would it be okay if I gave you a back rub? Would it be okay yeah, if I rubbed see. your feet? Like, and he, and you know that, oh, he's trying really hard and you're sympathetic and appreciative of him. He'll start coming back from work. Just you have to reward him with the niceties and say, you know what, honey? I don't want to snap. I'm just in that weird place. I've got PMS right now. And he's going, okay, I'm not going to take that personally. It's communication. So here's where the real problem is. Mm. No one is communicating to one another. Yes. No. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I mean, in this, in this last relationship I had, I, I was upset because I was the most present. I was the most authentic. I didn't play mm. games. He saw, he saw me, he saw my inner core and we mm. accepted each other. So whatever the circumstance was, I was living my authentic truth. And he was soothing and sweet and nice and kind and showing up and being really kind. And I'm like, damn it. So I was like, I beat myself up for 24 hours. Like, why didn't I see what would happen? But at mm. the end of the day, I had to give myself praise because I had never been like that before. And what mm. I was getting was a reward of a really loving human being. And I saw a loving human being. So now the next guy, I will recognize that. You know, I'll go, oh yeah, you're the loving one. Cause I always att- attracted the bad boys, the assholes. So I'm like, and I was engaged to two of them. So it's, so basically I realize now that now I can recognize a good guy from a bad guy mm-hmm. and I can get the next one. Mm-hmm. And so that's the secret to the sauce. We need to start looking at the gifts we're getting from mm-hmm. these people instead of like bashing them for not being perfect because nobody is perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Uh-huh. But you feel, but you feel it more when you're in those moments of conflict, you know, it's like, you feel like, God, but you you have to understand something. An adult Mm. will rise above it after training. It's Mm. repetitive training, just like swimming for the Olympics. You got to do it over. And and you you might have five times you're going, God damn it. I lost my call. Mm. I used to lose my call all the time. You watch me a millionaire matchmaker. I was Mm. obsessed with anger. Then one of my best friends is one of the leading authorities on biofeedback. She's like, I could fix that. I said, she come, she left, she lived in my house for like three days straight mm-hmm. and 44 sessions. And I was cured. I go back to set. Bravo's pissed. I'm not angry anymore. They're like, right. what, what do we do with you? That that's where we get our ratings from. I said, <laughs> I think I'm an actress enough to turn it on. Uh-huh. And so I turned it on for the show. I knew when to throw the millionaire and go, fuck you, get out of my fucking office. You suck. You know? and, then and then, and then go cut. And I go, what's for lunch? Like that. Right. And they were like, who are you? And I'm, I'm a good actress, you know? Right. But I also think when I got triggered on set and every, you know, there's a rule of set, everything goes wrong. And I'm an executive producer and shit went wrong. We got into overtime. It cost us money. You know, people didn't show up. I could get really angry, but mm. I caught myself and said, does this help the crew? When mm. I lose my cool, this makes the crew because they're very internal, mm. uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I can't afford to have my crew feel uncomfortable. So I stopped doing it. Now I had a showrunner who threw microphones and threw chairs mm-hmm. and he would go insane and I would run away because it would embarrass me. Mm-hmm. And I think if he looked at his behavior today, he'd be like, whoa, I shouldn't have fucking do that. But you know, he's on a pressury job and I, under- and I understood it. I didn't, I didn't shame him, but I said, you know, you don't hit the walls. Maybe you should go mm-hmm. outside and take a you know, walk around the block kind of thing. And I stopped getting mad. And it was like, I, and when I left Bravo and I went to We, and I, I think I did it after We, I stopped, I, I left the industry because I mm. produce uh, TV now, movies and stuff. And I left the industry and I actually sold a great show in Australia called Millionaire Mansion and it got kicked because of COVID to end them all. Right. Mm. So when, when things happened and I lost a lot of things, I lost my contract at TNT this last year. I was supposed to do a TV show on me. I lost, I just lost my Hallmark thing. They're canceling the mystery mm. channel. I mean, I lost a lot of money in the last years and I could have lost my cool. And instead I said, I'm going to pivot. 
I'm going to start a yep, YouTube yep. channel. I just mm -hmm. met with this wonderful Alicia Marie, who's fucking mm -hmm. awesome on YouTube. Mm -hmm. She's, I'm a big fan of hers. I'm like, I'm going to make my own show without mm -hmm. having the networks breeze down my throat and tell me what content I can put in. And I don't get mad anymore. And my mm -hmm. assistant will check me. He'll say mm -hmm. to me, eh, you're getting a little cut at that because I'll overwhelm him and then I'll get overwhelmed. And we get mad when we're overwhelmed. We get mad it's when we're fear, isn't it? Don't they say that it, um, it, anger is not a primary emotion? It's it's, it's not fear. just fear. It's like losing control of the mm. unknown and control. Mm. And when you and when you trigger me, I don't think you love me because mm. why are you triggering me? So you get pissed at them. Yeah, yeah. It's but saying, they're but triggering I, you because they're triggered by you. So you're triggering each other, and then the testing comes in, and then and then you end up in divorce court because neither one of you is saying, hey. When you say that to me, it mm. makes me feel unloved. And then I don't want to love you back. Can you stop? Can you not do that anymore? Mm -hmm. That's communication. Mm -hmm. And he might not do it the first time. He might do the second time. But third time, he'll get the message. It's repetitive information, just like when you say to your kid, you know, cut it out. Stop mm -hmm. hitting your brother. Mm -hmm. Or I'm mm -hmm. going to scold. I'm going to put you in the naughty seat or put you in your bedroom with no TV or your phone. Mm -hmm. It's, we had it's a, repetition. We had a death investigator on here. He's the leading death investigator um, in America. And to take the point even further, we said he's seen many, 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 many dead bodies and many, many, many horrific things. And we said, what is the number one problem in the world? And he said, communication. Mm -hmm. He said, so it, many people die because mm -hmm. of lack of communication mm -hmm. and because of people not learning about them, their own triggers and their own issues so they attack sometimes in the moment and it ends in people it's it's further than what you thought it ends in people dying mm -hmm. you know like communicating well, well, is so important yeah loneliness does not mean you're only alone loneliness can be you're in a relationship and you feel alone mm -hmm. so so if you feel lonely and you feel unloved because you can't speak your truth the number one thing you have to learn is how to talk you know there's the five languages of love which is my favorite thing um and you have to learn how to talk to each other so they absorb you know the way you speak now there is a great book called attached mm -hmm. and it tells you different styles of attachment and you know they're secure and anxious and avoidant you go what you go read that book you learn why you act the way you you are right with right. that with the five languages of love and you mm -hmm. and each one learns each other's languages you've got a good blueprint that a, that a therapist couldn't give us i mean those books change lives and I mm -hmm. really believe in those books. And then you add, if you want to do Myers-Briggs or you want to add in um, the Enneagram, you know, mm -hmm. you can go off the grid and do a little thing in that. But the thing that people don't realize is every person is different. No two mm -hmm. people are alike. Mm -hmm. And if you don't introduce that person to yourself, vice versa, how would you ever get along? Mm -hmm. Sex is not the glue. Emotions are. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. But since you did bring up sex, I just want to <laughs> let's talk about how you lost your virginity, Roxy. <laughs> let's do it. How did um, you lose your virginity, Roxy? Ooh. How old were you? I feel like I was older. I think it was 17. Oh, same. Yeah. So 18. Same, yeah. right? 17. Because I think yeah. a lot of like a lot of people I know, it was more like 13, 14. Oh like, my goodness. Right? Yeah. Like 15 young. and stuff like that. It's young. It's really young. That, I no. mean, they're doing they're doing the blowjob parties uh, for the bar mitzvahs <gasps> at Trump right now. Oh, no. And I'm freaking what? out. Like they started in Calabasas. There was like a whole scandal there about it in, L in L.A. where the girls gave blowjobs for the bar mitzvah boy. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's in the food. They're, they're, you know, when we were younger, we were much more immature compared to them. They're uh, eating this non-GMO food crap. Mm -hmm. And then there's all the antibiotics and the hormones. And then they're getting a little friskier, a little earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's the estrogen and milk too. too. Yeah. I totally yeah. believe in that. Mm. It is. But now do you, cause I, as I recall, when I was watching the show, you had a rule with your clients about sex that they should not no sex. Sex before, no, no sex before monogamy if you want to get married. Yes. Um, if you're divorced, you're over 50, mm. and you don't have oxytocin, clean your pipes out. Just use a, <laughs> just, just use a condom. Um, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to get married and you were not doing that, that doesn't mean you can't do what you, what you did and you had sex on the first date. It's just mm. you're at a risk. 
So oh, oxytocin right. is going to bond you and it can bond you to a loser. You could end up losing your life over that person, stalking them, going to jail. I know lots of people are getting into a 5150 hold because you Ooh. he's rejected you. You don't know how oxytocin is going to affect you. And if, and if you're one of those sensitive types, you might go nutsy crazy. So it's, it's advisable to, you know, take your time and get to know. Now, when he wants to have sex, it could be on the first date, second date, you just say, I really like you. I'm really attracted to you, but I'm not a kind of girl that sleeps around. I need to feel safe. He's going to say, what makes you feel safe? Monogamy. Mm-hmm. And if he likes you, he's going to take you off the market. If he says, well, you know, I need to see what else is out there. Mm. He's not buying your car. Mm. You need to get away from him because that tells you he will not make you feel safe and safety is your issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. See, why do I have a high se- <laughs> Maybe this is not the topic. Oh why do I feel like I have a sex drive like a man's? Why? Like, and um, I feel like you know, it's like, it's, it's, so it's probably your secretion. Like I, I, I was going to show you this because we were talking about this. Ooh. So this is eye of love and it's a family. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when you use this, this draws men and women, there's gay and straight combinations this. And what happens when you have a really high sex drive, like eye of love makes you feel that way. You have a lot of secretions in your body, which means mm. you've got a lot of estrogen and a lot of T. And so estrogen and testosterone are intermingling to give mm-hmm. you the highest frequency. Now, if you're in your 30s, mm-hmm. you're in dirty 30s, which is the is, highest ooh, point. Is that what the problem is? Oh. Yeah, so when you're in your 30s, you're at the highest point of your libido, where it's like mm. teenagers for boys. Mm-hmm. And so I remember my dirty 30s. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't have enough orgasms. Mm-hmm. I mean, I met a guy that I call... Um, catnip sex in my book and it was through the roof we were like chandelier sex and i he and i broke up we broke up fight for financial reasons he he wanted me to take care of him financially and i didn't want to and i i I was so bonded by this guy that i would drive past his house you know like (laughs) see who was there bring him chocolate chip cookies at 12 o'clock at midnight just so i could get in the door to get sex because i was like a cat and heat i was like And, and I would get that orgasm, I get the fix, I go away, I come back, I go away. I, come, I mean, we were broke up like three, like three or four times in four years. And then I realized, oh, I'm binded biologically. This isn't the right. person. And one day I just, right. he came back to me and I said, no, I'm done. And he was shocked because he was like, we have the best sex. I said, sex is not the glue. That's not yeah. going to give me my husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard for women in the thirties though, because a lot of them are having children. So mm-hmm. their hormones kind of go wacky and they're exhausted and they're tired. So they're not having as much sex. And there's a lot of shame around that. Cause they're like, Oh, my husband, you know, but yeah, yeah but I just it, always, I think it's always wanted a, it. <laughs> I think once a week an appointment sex on a night, you know, you're not tired, like a Saturday mm-hmm. night and the kids yeah, are yeah, down yeah, and, yeah. and like, you maybe got a babysitter or mom's coming over to take care of them. I think it's not a bad idea to do because yep, once you, yep. the, you know, if you, if you, you know, if you don't do it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost better to have bad sex than no sex, but eventually you take a bath, you get a glass of wine, you eat some like sushi, and then you start hitting the sheets mm-hmm. and, watch, and watching a little Netflix <laughs> afterwards. you got a quality night on your hands. So do you want quality sex or do you, you know, this business, I, t- I have to have it five times. It's a joke. No. Now a lot of men, my ex, he was Scorpio rising. He was a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Was he needed? To, I could walk in the kitchen. He'd smell me and go, "Come here!" And it was to the point I couldn't get anything done. He was addicted to sex. I'm like, "Okay, you're getting right. a little." Mm-hmm. And I like porn just like the next girl. But we were whipping out the porn and hitting the sheets. Mm-hmm. And then one day, mm-hmm. I got really hurt down there, a little more cystitis oh. than I wanted. And I said, mm-hmm. "You got to slow down. You're ramming me. I'm really mm-hmm. small down there. Like you got to slow down and love me." So mm-hmm. I think loving sex with a really mm. good orgasm at the end. It's so much better than- Oh my talk. goodness, I, I absolutely. I want to be, I'm tired. I want to be yeah. loved. I'll take like, two minutes. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, depending on my cycle, I'm good. Like, I, I said to Roxy the other day, like we said to our daughter, we're like, okay, mommy and daddy are taking a phone call. So just don't come into the room. And then we came out like two minutes later and she goes, that was a fast phone call. <laughs> like, but I mean, there's five. There's a t- I mean, there's, yeah. there's a time and place for- airplane i mean high mile high club done that mm-hmm. um there's a time and right. place for like i remember once on set i got laid by david and he came i went in the bathroom and he's like so horned up and he had a heart on i did some scene <laughs> that, i did some scene on the show and it turned him on he just threw me on the sink pulled my skirt up and i was like what you know like, you know, I was like he's like and then he's like pulling up his pants i gotta go back to work you know it was like one of those things. it was funny it was funny and i was like yeah. i didn't get an orgasm but i was like what well, the fuck was yeah. that you know, he got, yeah. he got off, but it was mm-hmm. just funny because 
you know, there's all different kinds of sex. And we right. think it's sex is sex. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. Sex is a lot more shit going on than we believe. Mm. And there's loving sex. And there's like, you know, let's be animalistic sex, you know, mm-hmm. there's all different kinds. It's right. just, you know, mix it up, make a Broadway night of it, you know? And what about if you like to bring things into the bedroom, right? Toys. I'm a toys one. girl. I like a okay. good Okay, Roxy, I'll come over. <laughs> Can you come I again? Like, I like he's inside me. I got the vibrator yeah. there. It's insurance. Women in menopause understand this because, you know, you lose a little bit downstairs. I'm going to get the O shot in two weeks. <gasps> Ooh. I'm really excited about like, that. I, I found okay. this doctor, Dr. Nathan Newman. Nathan Newman. And, um, I've been reading about it and I found this woman I fell in love with in Arizona, Dr. Ariel Scholes, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about this. First of all, it, revi- it, makes you, it gets rid of vaginal dryness. It, mm-hmm. it revitalizes the clit and mm-hmm. it makes you, you know, you can have, I've never had an orgasm when a guy's inside of me, it's vaginally. It's mm-hmm. supposed to give you a vaginal orgasm with it, as oh. well as a clitorical. So I'm going to try it. I got nothing to lose. And, um, it's like a really good insurance thing, but mm-hmm. you know, there's things we got to do as you age. You got to take care yeah. of them. Yeah. Got to keep her pretty. Got to keep her moving. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roxy, this going. is probably asking too much. Do you have inside orgasms too? <laughs> well, <laughs> you ask? Um, well, you know, it was so funny. Actually, the talk of that reminds me of when Dr. Jen Gunter came on our right. show and told us that that inside is actually oh, an extension right. of the clip. So I think, cause you know me, I can have like, Oh yeah, that's right. Roxy can have like 20 orgasms in like two minutes. What? Bam, 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 bam. I I had that in my thirties. Not now. Wow. That's amazing. Did it diminish? Like as you got older? Yeah. But it was, but it, but I still have an orgasm. Like, it's just like some, I'm a little tired, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I'm a good two, I'm about three a day and I, at three a day, a good Saturday afternoon in bed is good for me. Oh, and yeah. Three in a row, three in a row, and I'm done. And then I just want pizza and a movie. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> it's true because the quality gets a little bit less each time, I feel like, with each one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't have sex the next day. So I had a great sex session like a couple of days ago. And then for some reason, we had it again the next day. And I own, like, it was like really trying to get there. Like, I was like sweating and working my body out because I don't like I, this. Is probably my own thing. Like, I don't like when he has an orgasm and I don't. Like, I want, I want to partake. It's like okay, eating so, chocolate when other yeah, people are then, eating okay. it. But sometimes, like, I've had it where the guy, you know, couldn't come and he's just like, I love you being inside of you. I'm just tired. And he, you know, mm-hmm. he worked at the gym. He got up at five o'clock in the morning and he's not moving. And then the next morning, his tea's really high, his testosterone, and he's like waking me up and he's on top of me and coming. So, you know, it, it, love, I'm sorry, sex is ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a wave, just goes up and down. And you just got to catch the wave at the right time. Yeah, and it's also like, are you morning sex or night sex? No, I hate morning sex. sex. I, Same. Need to, I need Same. to look hate it. Smell good. Smell good. Yes. I don't, I don't like any. I like now. That's not to say I can't have it once in a while. Right. But I like a good. We just got home from dinner and let's yes. go. Yes, have a glass yes. of wine. Yes. Like you have a glass of yeah. wine. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, no I gotta come down yeah. and yes. Or like we spending all night in. We're doing a night night in. I like that too. I'm a homebody, so I like the homebody. Oh, yeah. like where you kind of stay in and I love it after. Way. So exercise mm-hmm. gives me so much testosterone. So like for me after exercise, especially yoga for some reason, cause it's like the blood flow is going upside down and all around. I have the strongest orgasms always after exercise. So you're like, come here. I'm a sweaty. Come here. Well, Patty, thank you so much, oh, yeah, so, so much for coming. I feel like, again, I manifested you. Um, oh, I wanted to talk to you forever and ever and ever and here we are it just took like 15 years well, like a very long time to get here <laughs> well um i just want to say hi to everyone in the united states but also down under because i'm a big fan of the australian television scene i watch everything and um one of my best friends is from i think she's from victoria somewhere somewhere around there yeah because she's stuck in london she can't go back yet yeah. Well, all the borders open on the 17th. I haven't seen my parents. Oh, they do? Because I, yep. I was thinking of going there Christmas. Yeah, yeah when you're you can starts. come in Christmas. Come say hi. Yeah. I'm done. Um, I, I like want to do a whole trip around Australia. I love Australian men. We're shooting in Queensland, which is like the Whit Sundays in that whole area. Oh, cool. So okay. definitely come say hi. Right. We can show you yeah. around. So you I mean, around. Yeah, I nine perfect strangers I just watched. I thought of <gasps> yeah. it like, and actually it was filmed at this retreat in Australia, not too far from there. It was like really pretty. So I don't know the name of it, but you could Google it. It's really pretty. Yeah, yeah. Thank you that. so much for coming, guys. And please okay. um, follow Patty on everything that, so can you please tell us where everyone can find you and oh, yeah. everything. 
where okay. everyone can find so your products. You obviously can DM me, obviously DM me because it's easy, Patty Stanger with an I at um, Instagram, but you can go to Millionaires Club, 123.com. There's an S in Millionaires Club, 123.com. You can join if you're a millionaire, you can join if you're a non-millionaire, all the information is there. Amazing. Well, thank you, Patty. We had a great chat with you and you have to come back and see us obviously yes obviously and thanks guys so much don't forget to rate subscribe and comment yes and please follow us on women on top official on instagram (laughs) women on top podcast on facebook (laughs) women on top podcast on clubhouse and we love you all i am tamon sursock and i am roxy manning and we are Women on top. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.